0: This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast, and we've been looking at the total depravity of the human heart. And earlier on, I read you those verses in Romans, and I want to go back and do that once again. Maybe it is a kind of the capstone of our broadcast today. The scriptures in Romans 3.10 says, As it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. There is none that understandeth. There is none that seeketh after God. They're all gone out of their way. They're together become unprofitable. There is none that doeth good, no, not one. Their throat, their throat is an open sepulchre. That sepulchre means a grave. With their tongues they have used deceit. Man is deceitful by nature. The poison of asp is under their lips, whose mouth is full of cursing and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood. Destruction and misery are in their ways, and the way of peace they have not known. And this is the terribleness verse: There's no fear of God before their eyes. Did you know there's no fear of God before their eyes, my friend, the natural man? No fear. We have a fearless generation. We do. I see these these young people coming up now with no fear. I've known young girls who say they want to be saved, and they they jump out of an airplane skydiving, they call it. They go in there scuba diving down in the Mediterranean, down there in Bermuda and all those places. And my friend, there's no fear there. There's no fear. What should I pray for? Lord, put a fear in their heart. Lord, they're going to die, Lord. Give them, put fear in their heart. I love them. But they won't listen. They won't listen. They just won't listen. The old trailblazers' messages just bounce off the top of their head. They don't stop. They don't stop. I see them everywhere. I see it on the news. I see in the paper. I see in in the magazine how how people do. But listen, now let's go back. We're looking at that group of uh, out there in the 16th chapter of Ezekiel. He said, when I passed by thee, I want you to listen to this. When I passed by thee, said Jehovah, and saw thee polluted in thine own blood. Here we have a picture of Jehovah God looking up on a totally depraved, lost, corrupt, vile, uh, unsaved, wicked sinner. As he gazes upon this individual, listen to what he says. I said unto thee, when thou wast in thy blood, live. When you're in that condition that I find you in, live. I said unto thee, when thou wast in thy blood, live. God views every sinner as a dead, corrupt, totally lost individual. He sees no merit no natural goodness, no righteousness of any kind. My friend, if you have falsely believed that you have something that God will accept, you're wrong. The Lord can't find anything in you. He can't find anything in you. Listen, listen. But when the, when the Lord speaks, that dead carcass, no righteousness of any kind is within him. But when the Lord speaks, that sinner lives. The Lord Jesus said in John 5, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, the hour is coming, and now is, when the dead in trespasses and sins, shall hear the voice of the Son of God, and they that hear shall live. And in John 11, when Christ spoke at the tomb of Lazarus, he said, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And that was dead came forth. Only the voice of Jehovah God can raise a dead, corrupt sinner to life. But when God speaks, the sinner lives. No human power, no pastor, no preacher, no prelate, no pope, no intellect, no human eloquence, no making a decision for Jesus, no human personality can raise a dead, vile, wicked sinner from the state of spiritual death and translate him into the kingdom of God. Salvation is not only blood. But it's by power. Salvation is by blood and by power. Now, let's look about in the 8th verse of the 16th chapter of Ezekiel. You talk about love. Here's the greatest expression of God's love for a lost sinner that you'll ever find in God's word. Listen. When I passed by thee and looked upon thee, behold, thy time as was a time of love. When the Lord sees you, my friend, when you come there, admit what a sinner you are. Take your place as a sinner. All pride is gone once you pooched out your chest and, and you as somebody come. No. But when the Holy Spirit reveals to you that you are a sinner, that you have no righteousness of your own, that you are lost and undone and conceived in sin and went astray as soon as you be born, listen, when I passed by thee and looked upon thee, Behold, thy time was a time of love. That's a poetical way of putting. God falling in love with a sinner. When I passed by thee, and we saw there and gazed upon thee, I loved thee. Then he said, live. What love, what compassion, what pity from a sovereign, eternal God for a lost, corrupt sinner who has nothing in the world within him that could attract the attention or cause God to love him. God loves a sinner simply and only because that love resides in his heart, in the heart of God. Then he said, As I stood by thee and saw thee and fell in love with thee, I spread my skirt over thee and covered thy nakedness. I spread my skirt over thee. It meant that God imputed his righteousness, his perfect righteousness, to the unrighteous sinner. Now, my friend, does that mean anything to you? The old trailblazer has been all this week attempting to bring you God's message as it is. That man is a sinner with no righteousness, no love for God, no thought of God. Having his own way and having his own will. And here we find this description of a man, a woman. A child, a sinner, cast out in an open field in his own blood. No one to have compassion upon thee. No pity whatsoever. But the Lord passed by, he said, when I passed by. Has the Lord ever looked down upon you, my friend, in love? You can say anything you want to about the old trailblazer. Cuss me, discuss me, criticize me, ridicule me, say I'm a fogey-eyed old fool. But I tell you, the only thing in this life, Worth having is salvation in Christ. You can build your mansions. You can build your cathedrals. You can build your mansions and your 401Ks and your IRAs. You can have all of the pleasures of this world. But when you come down to press that dying pillow, where is your soul going to spend eternity? By nature, you're lost. By nature, you're sinful. By nature, you hate God. It has to be a change, a change of masters, a change of of owners. Oh, my friend, a friend, you have to change your hitching post. Did I ever tell you about the old old rancher out there in West Texas? Come to town every Saturday, hitched his old horse at the hitching post in front of the big saloon there, and went in and got drunk. Late that evening, some of his friends put him on old Dan, old Tom, old Mac, whatever his name was. and old horse had sense enough to go home. The old farmer, old rancher didn't have sense enough to go home. But the old horse would head on home late that evening. He'd get home. Maybe fall off his horse out there round the barn somewhere. But one day, one of God's men come through that town holding a little meeting somewhere there, maybe under a brush arbor, maybe under the shade of a tree. But old Joe, old rancher, providentially, you know anything about the providence of God, my friend? I do. Oh, it was by the providence of God. That he opened my heart. I was just like that old rancher. I cared nothing for my soul. Not one thing did I care. I had no fear of God. I had nothing. I never never thought about where my soul was going to spend eternity. But the old rancher, by the providence of God, heard man, God's man. And it went home to his heart. And the Lord saved him. Broke him down as a poor old sinner. Let him see himself as he was. So the next Saturday... All of his friends, they had heard it said that old Joe got religion. That's the way folks put it. They didn't say he was saved. They didn't say Christ re- re- received him. They said, well, we're just going to wait over here now Saturday morning. We're going to stand across the street over here at the general store, and we're going to wait till old Joe comes to town. Well, here he comes, clippity-clop, clippity-clop, clippity-clop. And he went right on past the saloon. Oh old didn't even turn in there. Went on down to the general store, got him a few groceries, put them in a sack, hung them across his saddlebags in the back, went on out of town. That bunch, they laughed when he went by. They thought, well, he'll stop back by the saloon, but he didn't. He had changed his hitching post. Have you ever changed your hitching post? He came to see himself. He came to see himself as a poor old sinner. Oh, my friend, I love the stories that Dr. Copeland used to tell and Pastor Shelton used to tell. Dr. Copeland told me this story of an old rancher, and it's a true story, out there in West Texas somewhere. And this man come to town holding a preaching meeting, and he got saved. Had a large ranch out there in the country. He'd ask the preacher to go home with him eat supper one evening late. He said, before supper, come on, preacher, I want to show you my place out here. And he went out there and showed him all his ranch and his hands and his bunkhouse. And for miles, as far as you could see, it was his ranch. And he said, come on up here a little For I want to talk to you a minute. He said, you see all this, preacher? He said, all of it belongs to the Lord. I thought it belonged to me, but it all belongs to the Lord. And I want you to dedicate it to the Lord. But he said, first, I want you to dedicate my ranch. So he did. He knelt down and dedicated a ranch got up and he said, no, I want you to dedicate my wife and my family. He dedicated his wife and his family. After a while, he got up. He said, now I want you to dedicate my myself. He dedicated himself. And then he got up and he pulled that old big leather wallet out of his back pocket. had a chain hanging on it. He threw it down on a rock. and He said, I want you to dedicate that to the Lord. It's all the Lord. It belongs to the Lord. The old preacher thought he never was going to get through. Don't you know that was a great experience? I'd like to. I'd like to have that happen to me someone get saved and want to dedicate everything he had unto the lord that's a new that's a new birth my friend that's that's true that's true birth that's true uh christianity oh but my friend every child of god i believe unconsciously dedicates everything he has have you ever done that have you ever seen that everything you have belongs to the lord i hope you have your children belong to the lord have you ever dedicated them to the lord we do that here You call me and write me and give me their names and all. I'll dedicate them to the Lord and let the Lord have them to do as he pleases with them in uh, your home and your family. My brother and I opened a business back there many years ago. One of the first things we did was dedicate it to the Lord, and the Lord blessed it all of those years. And I asked you uh, to think about where your soul is going to spend eternity. The greatest thing in this life is to come to know the Lord, not to get one. A lot of money and all those things, nothing wrong with having money if the Lord gives it to you, gives you grace to work for it and talent to make it, and uh, helps you support the ministry, don't it? And I praise the Lord for folks who support this ministry, the Lord's blessed them with a good income. And uh, I praise the Lord for the old Trailblazer broadcast. I wish you'd ride me, tell me that you appreciate it, tell me that you enjoy it. Would you help me with the broadcast? Remember my mailing address, the old Trailblazer. Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. The Old Trailblazer is just an old sinner saved by grace. And you, you write me. Let me hear from you. Remember, pray for me. God bless you. Goodbye. If you missed part of today's broadcast or would like a recording, the Old Trailblazer broadcast is now available for download to your phone, to your iPad, or computer via podcast. Find out more about our podcast by visiting our website, at radiomissions.org, that's radiomissions.org.